This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. This podcast is brought to you by flicks.co.n.z. No, no, there's no dot between the N and the Z. This episode of Walkout Boys contains spoilers for the first half of Jack Reacher. Don't, don't you go back. It contains no spoilers for the second half. We didn't see the second half. <laughs> Why? Because we are. Oh boy, you're with the Walkout Boys. Hey, 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 I'm Joseph. This is Nick. I'm Nick, and we've gone to see the first half of yet another movie as the podcast continues to go on for all eternity. You'd think it would stop. Well, I w- and sometimes I wish it would stop because I, I feel like I-, I don't know what a movie is anymore. <laughs> you don't really invest, do you, when you sit down to see half a movie? No, we were discussing like- this before that we- we've sort of... We sit down and we start watching a movie, and because we know that we'll never see the end, we don't care about what happens in the first half. So we're kind of not enjoying any bit of it. <laughs> I I kind of enjoyed this one. Okay, great. I feel Tom Cruise is a charismatic man, and I will watch him do anything. You feel that in your bones? Yeah, deep deep in my heart, I feel, uh, dis- despite the fact that he wears the same outfit in every single film he's ever been in, I think. Yes, that's right. That's correct. Which is a, a black, black scoop t-shirt. neck t-shirt, <laughs> a leather jacket. Tight. A tight, like a small, ex, 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 extra small. He's a small guy, right? Yeah, so he's wearing an XS black t-shirt, a Some leather jacket. Boot cut jeans, <laughs> brown boots, and a black leather jacket, and a sort of cro- close cropped haircut. Yeah. And then a bit of blood on his knuckles. <laughs> and that's... And I can only assume that's either because, you know, you could say it's because he just doesn't want to get dressed up, but I think he commits to his roles. I think it's just that he's quite busy. I think it's like a... it's He's filming three or four films at any one time. His name is always Jack. <laughs> Jack or, or, or John. Uh, and that way, you know, you can be filming up to four films with him at any one time, and he'll be... Sometimes there are multiple cameras from different crews trained on him mm. at once, and he's... And he says generic lines like, we got to get out of here, which they can put into any any of the films. Yeah. And it's really it's really great. Like, you will see a, you'll see Tom Cruise get into a car and drive it away at speed. And that's like, that's good for like five different movies. It's like stock footage you can buy. Yeah. Like, he just films that. And then whatever movie you're making with him, you then negotiate with like eye shutter uh, <laughs> what you can use in your film. Yeah. He also does a lot of stock images as well for your business meetings. Yeah. If you want like white man in black leather jacket. <laughs> White man in black leather jacket at business meeting. White man in black leather jacket ordering a coffee. Punching a henchman in the face. Um, sternly taking a phone call. Having a lost daughter. Whenever I want a picture of a white man with a long lost daughter, I go for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Trying to get some angry sleep on a plane. Classic while he TC. goes from one fight to another. So, Nick, Jack Reacher, never don't you look back. Don't you never look back. Have you seen the first Jack Reacher film? I have not. No. Ni- neither. Okay. So not only are we guessing the second half of this film, we're also guessing the first movie. <laughs> All right. Well, let's guess what. Well, let's jump okay. right in. So it begins with the ex-military man, uh, Jack Reacher. So I'm going to guess in the first movie, he was in the military. Oh, very good. I'm going to guess he wasn't in the military. Wait, so he's been ex the entire time? He's Yeah. He's even more ex-military than he was back then. Well, they never called him ex-ex-military man. 
That's true. But and that's what you call an old ex. What, an XX? Yeah, well, that's my XX. I think that's someone that you're going out with again. <laughs> so you're, you're XX, <laughs> yeah. somebody you broke up with and got back with. Yeah. So if you were they, XX. Trust me, they do not like it when you call them your XX. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I got that wrong. Uh, so he's just ex-military. I think he's ex-military. He's he's a, he's a man in a. I'm gonna say um, in the first movie he's probably in like a black scoop neck t-shirt, um, extra small. I'm gonna say um, like a black leather jacket, maybe some bootcut jeans and brown shoes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm re- you're really painting a picture of Jack Richard one for me here. And I'm gonna say in that one he had some trouble, uh, and he overcame it through quick thinking and punching. Okay, it's starting to make sense now. And now I see where, you know, how he got to be where he is in movie one, which opens with a scene where some police officers find uh, people... Movie two? Yeah, movie two, sorry. Movie two. Oh, and but the big thing about movie two is it opens with him in a white V-neck t-shirt. So I think at the end of the first movie, was prob- there was probably a lot about how he ended up, his good t-shirt got ripped and he had to sort of put on a white t-shirt and you're like, well... After Labor Day. Yeah, is this... <laughs> exactly. Is this going to stick, you know? And and that was what... It was like, you know, that's what that's the hook. Right. Jack Reacher will return. Will he get a, a, a black t-shirt again? The answer is, of course, yes, yes he, he does. Will. Within minutes. <laughs> uh, so the movie opens, he's um, sitting in a white t-shirt inside uh, like a highway diner oh yeah and people are bleeding on the floor and the cops show up and they're like who did this and they're like that guy inside and he's in there eating a pie or a coffee and then immediately he's just like two things are gonna happen in the next 20 seconds that phone's gonna ring and then you're gonna be wearing these cuffs to the sheriff and you know what they do happen so are they gonna predict the future well he's got a kind of high sensory um, ability, Jack Reacher, as we see both in his ability to semi-predict the future, but also when he's going around solving crimes later in the film, um, he has this skill which they depict in the movie as he can look at any crime <laughs> and then see a vague, blurry, black and white image of how it came to be. Oh my god, do you know what I just realised? What? He's a dog. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Because dogs see in black and white. There's a, we're seeing Jack Reacher vision. You know, but he sees the past in black and white. Dogs don't. Do they remember in black and white? Well, I guess so, if they see in black and white. Yeah, definitely. Dogs don't remember... Yeah, dogs remember in black and white. No, I imagine they see in in black and white, but remember in colour. Well, that would be incredibly confusing for them. They'd be like, whoa, those colours weren't there. This isn't helping my memory at all. Okay, yeah, dogs probably do remember in black and white. That's a fair (laughs) point. so does Jack Reacher. Yeah. So... What? Is he a dog? Well, we haven't seen the second half. Maybe, maybe that's the big twist. Well, we also haven't seen the first movie. Maybe it's maybe it's like canon that he's a dog. It's made very clear, and they're like, "Well, no one coming to the second movie <laughs> hasn't seen the first. We don't have to spend a long time explaining that he's a dog in a the man big suit." Third act reveal of the first Jack Reacher is that he's a dog, and it's it, it, this is a series of beloved books yeah. that we that it's because he's a dog that everyone loves this dog dressed as a man. Who is really good at helping people out of sticky situations. Well, it's not like Harry Potter begins and is like, Harry Potter 7 begins and it's like, he's a wizard yeah, and yeah, muggles yeah. are people. They don't have to explain that. They assume you know. Yeah. So I guess in this one, they just assume you know that <laughs> he's a dog in a man suit. <laughs> okay, sure. So Jack Reacher is a dog in a man suit. Well, we could only assume. Um, who is who, a dog in a man suit who used to be in the military. And uh, he's, he's left. Mm-hmm. And now he's going around kind of just- You could say he was a a war dog. (laughs) 
You could say that. War Dog is another movie we've seen. <laughs> yes. Uh, Half of. Listen, listen to the War Dog podcast to fill in our vague knowledge of that film. Uh, yeah, so he, he used to be a War Dog. Mm. And now he ain't no war dog no more. And he spends his time as a civilian giving kind of tip-offs to the military police mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who are different to the regular police. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. I was trying to figure I don't. I don't know the ins and outs of the U.S. military system or the U.S. police system. I was trying to figure it out watching the movie. The U.S. military police appear to be above the police because they spend a lot of time arresting policemen. Yeah, they do not like policemen. You would think military police would go after military villains. Criminals? Please don't call criminals villains. <laughs> oh, we have a villain <laughs> on forty fifth and second. White male, forties to no. Um, yeah, and and they uh, they have they have framed uh, Robin from How I Met Your Mother, um, and she is being framed for for the military police have framed. Yeah, within, being, within their own jurisdiction. She's have, been a, she's a spy. They're and, saying that she's a spy. And they've put her in military police jail. Yeah. Which is, I assume, more protected than normal police jail, but it's very easy for Jack Reacher to get in and out of there. We can get... He's very good at all things. Yeah. Which I guess is maybe the issue with this film in that the stakes are not high because you know immediately... He's better than everyone around him at fighting and escaping and driving. Yeah, he's very good at what he does. Um, and so you really liked you. You were having. A, I, I was. I, I was kind of indifferent to this. I don't know. It's just nice to get away from it all. That's true. Isn't, and big, isn't that big, the magic big, of the movies? <laughs> <laughs> what, big tough weekend was it? It wasn't. It wasn't it? No, not even. Well, I, maybe because I was dressed for the gym in the cinema. Oh, yeah. I was... Oh, so you were feeling the rush that comes with a man who thought he was going to have to go to the gym. Yeah. But then his buddy Nick rang him up and was like, we're going to a movie. Yeah. And, and then I was drinking red wine in the cinema in oh. activewear. <laughs> it was and really a combo. This is the perfect movie for you. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it, this is my recommendation to all listeners. If you, if you really want to enjoy a movie, put on your gym gear. Grab your drink bottle, grab your towel, get in the car, and then don't go to the gym. Go to the movies and buy alcohol. Yeah, you bailed on that uh, gym session real quick <laughs> without hesitation. I didn't even tell you. I could have said to you, no, I can't. I'm going to the gym. But I I accepted readily your invitation to go see half of Jack Reacher. Okay, fair enough. And, uh, you know, and maybe that's why Tom Cruise came back for this movie, you know. He was on his way to the gym. He, he was on his way to the gym, and the director called him up and was like, we're going to do another Jack Reacher. He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything Jack Reacher, love that franchise. Yeah, and, and Tom couldn't remember the first one. No. He couldn't remember the first movie at all, but he was like. Dude, like, it's the one where you're a dog. He's like, mm, does not narrow it down. <laughs> He's a dog in so many films. <laughs> Night and Day. He's a dog in that one. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Edge of tomorrow. <laughs> Edge of tomorrow? Like a bone? <laughs> That's so much better than anything I was going to say. I was like, there's a dog bone there somewhere. Jerry Bach Choir? That's a really no, no, thing, all, is it? Um, what else is he in? <laughs> you can't just have a pun riff without warning. Um, I can't even remember any films he's in. No, is it a lot of Mission Impossible movies? Um, Mission Impossible. Mission Impugsable. Oh, that's good. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, 
Too long. Right, enough, <laughs> too, enough, enough. too long of a pause. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfair on them, the good listeners. We can't promise no, it's that. Not, it's exactly what they deserve. <laughs> okay, so let's try and describe the rest of what happened. In- okay, so uh, he's teamed up with Robin from How I Met Your Mother, who is an army general who has been framed uh, for, for selling government down. secrets. For, yeah. But even though she has nothing to do with that, she's a good general. Uh, so he <laughs> and they escape from the police. That's right, and uh, uh, they, they escape from the military police, and they're both in uh, army costumes. And her big idea is to um, buy the hat of a cab driver, as if the a cap, like a baseball cap, will be the thing that like makes her completely invisible to the naked eye. Yeah, she's wearing full like camouflage fatigues. <laughs> And a hat. A hat which is kind of khaki in colour. It's real military. <laughs> she's in the car and she's like, that's a great hat. Cut to the next scene. Slow pan across to reveal the hat. Yeah. She's wearing it. Uh, but still just, yeah, full, like, green, a green tank top, like, uh, and, like, C- camo, camo pants. pants, army boots, dog tags, and a baseball A big, a big gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so they're running through the streets of D.C., uh, trying to escape the military police. Uh, somewhere along the way, Jack Reacher finds out he has a long-lost daughter. Mm, although he's saying it's not his daughter. And if I know Jack Reacher, it's that he knows everything. Yeah. So he- Must, if, Mustn't be his. Yeah. But also, maybe it is his. He knows everything. And he knows that that the condom was good. <laughs> he remembers. Yeah. They, they didn't, they didn't have a, him having a, bl- a blurry black and white flashback. Of him just like- Having protected sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of him, like, going and disposing the condom afterwards and her, like, being like, that was good, protected sex, and him being like, I agree. And they shook hands, yeah. yeah. Um, you assume that's a memory he's having. So certain is he that the daughter is not his. We didn't, of course, uh, get to the point in the film where it's revealed that he did or did not. Um, so now it's like a weird, like, family that's on the run. It's like him, his, his pretend daughter, and his military friend who, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to foreshadow anything, but I feel like a kiss might be on its way. <laughs> and, and and there there was no scene again where Jack Reacher says, in the next in the next sixty minutes, two things are going to happen in the next two days. We're going to gaze into each other's eyes lovingly. Our lips will meet. <laughs> That's all. Nothing more. It's early days. Then afterwards, uh, I'll ask you to come to dinner with me, and you'll make up an excuse. And then I'll go home and I will jerk off uh, in front of some uh, old reruns of The Nanny. Wow, that's Jack Reacher's thing? That, well, yeah, I don't know. Who's to say? I haven't seen the second half. Well, he is a dog, <laughs> after all. <laughs> um, this this weird family's on the run. Uh, they catch up. They get a plane to New Orleans. Uh, where, what's there? Why are they going there? Um, I assume it's to eat some delicious food. Yeah. So, <laughs> what are they eating, chef? <laughs> um, uh, is, do they eat, like lots of tacos and stuff? No, in the New Orleans, it's like it's like a donut thing. It's a, oh in, yeah, in sugar. Uh, yes. And then Nick, we ate some in Disneyland, and we said, "Hey, it's the food from Chef." <laughs> okay. Well, it's the food from Chef. Yeah. Um, and I assume that's going to play a big part. <laughs> I really didn't take in much of this movie. I got to be honest. No, I was just well. I was just happy to be not <laughs> not in a treadmill. <laughs> we were both just happy to be there. And look, I'm sorry if that's not the um, not, that's not enough for you, dear listener. But I'm this is a stupid podcast that we're doing, and it's not enjoyable. Right. Well, that's enough. That's all we get. So they're on the run from a couple of guys in other leather jackets. 
Um, and then they got they're in New Orleans, New Orleans, and they've got to they got to prove two things. One that Kobe Smolders is uh, innocent. That's the of her you war crimes, Robert. Yeah, yeah. And prove two that. is his daughter his daughter or not? Well, the the, the stakes couldn't be clearer. I can't wait to find out what happens in the second half when uh, we have a guess. That's coming up right after this message from our sponsor. Hello, officer. Well, well, well. You might have wondered why I pulled you over, boy. I'm going to say it's because you got a taillight out. Also, there's a warrant out for your arrest. Wait, who are you? Show me your identification. I'm just a regular sheriff. Why don't you show me your identification, Mr. Well, Reacher? Oh, how did you know who I was? Oh, ow, 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 Punch, punch, punch. Ow. See, I am Mr. Well, you knew that. I, I, I wanted I to prove you, it by punching you. I know. I, well, <laughs> the state of uh, New Orleans does not accept punching as a form identification, you but okay? you did punch my nose so hard my allergies done start acting oh, wow, up. Wow, okay. Right. Well, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. There was a misunderstanding. Uh, I'm from down um, down Arkansas way. <laughs> we, we punch police officers all the time. Please tell me um, what, uh, what it is you pulled me over for, actually. Well, I pulled you over for... Uh, uh, being too much of a hero. I'm sorry? Is that a crime here? Uh, it, it certainly is. Uh, I wanted to say to you, sir, uh, I'm a big fan of yours. How do you know? How do you know about it? Well, I gotta watch your movie. Where? What, you don't know? Jack Reacher, you're a big star. A cinema star? Star of the silver screen? That's right. They made God die, down, gosh darn made a movie about you. Well, how did you find out about the movie and when and where it was on? Wow. Well, I well, used uh, the, the biggest website in all of New Orleans, <laughs> Flix.co.nz. Wow. New Zealand's greatest movie directory website, Flix.co.nz, made it all the way to New Orleans? No, I used some sort of VPN rerouter. <laughs> okay. You can't just go there if you're in another... I don't know why you would. <laughs> There's not much information useful to you if you're not from New Zealand, but... I'm not very smart. Uh, who is... This podcast was brought to you by Flix.co.nz. and Zed. Okay, well, welcome back to the walk-up, boys. Hey. Hey. Look, hey, Nick. Hey. What's that? We got to get to the bottom of this. We got to get, we got we, we, we to know, we got to know what's happening. All right. Where are we? Jack Reacher. He's the, 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 the planes landed in New Orleans. Yeah. They've, they've, they've escaped the, um, the other men and also in leather jackets who are trying to shoot them. Or or flush their heads in the plane toilet or whatever went on there. How do they get away? There's 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 no car. They don't have a car in New Orleans. No. There's there's one thing that New Orleans does have though. What's that? Parades. <gasps> parades everywhere in New Orleans always happening. Mardi Gras and other types of parades. True. They got to join a parade to get away uh, unnoticed. Do you know what's going to have to happen though? Jack Reach is going to have to wear, put on a different outfit, and you know he does not enjoy that. So there's a there's a big scene where um Coldy Smolders sits him down. She's like, "Look, here's a big feather boa. Jack, you got to wear it." He's like, "No, no, no, it's not me, it's not me." And he, just, he punches the feather. He punches he punches the feather boa, and then he strangles it. He wraps. He, he he like reaches into the clothes rack and pulls another bit feather boa off the hook and uses that to strangle the feather boa. Yeah, with just like brutal efficiency. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's feathers and, and Kobe's knuckles. Kobe's is like, listen, Jack, 
There is just no way there's going to be a parade full of people in black leather jackets. Cut to the annual New Orleans Black Leather Jacket Parade. What? Yeah, this is a thing. What timing? I, what, I know. It's only in, time, in town once every 20 years. And here it is. When the moon... <laughs> when the moon is at its leatheriest, the Black Leather Jacket Parade comes to town. Wow. And so, so they can't believe their luck. And, um, but now, of course, uh, Cottage Motors and the daughter have to wear Black Leather Jackets. Mm. Where are they going to find them? Luckily, Tom Cruise knows that um, his uh, trailer... For his other movies he's doing concurrently, Mission Impossible 6 and Jerry Maguire 2 <laughs> are nearby. So they have to rob those sets to get black leather jackets. Okay, so in, in, the, in the world of Jack Reacher, are they robbing the set of Tom Cruise's... Are they robbing Tom Cruise's trailer or are yes. they just... Okay, they are, right. Yeah. So Jack Reacher's like, I know this handsome actor, Tom Cruise, is filming two concurrent movies nearby. Which will have... Many leather jackets available. We don't have much time, which is something he says that's also, you know, very like generic and can be used in, in, in both Jerry Maguire 2 and Mission Impossible 6. Um, so, yeah, they, they break into the trailer. There's a, quite a funny scene between Jack Reacher and Tom Cruise. Oh, right. Where, where Tom Cruise, he plays as himself. Tom Cruise uh, meets Jack Reacher, but he thinks that Jack Reacher is like his stunt double and he's quite mean to him. And he's like, oh, you're my stunt double, are you? And, and Jack Reacher's like, uh... Yes, sir. It's a pleasure to be working with you, Mr. Cruz. And and Tom's like, okay, just make me look good out there, won't you? Uh, it's very funny. Uh, he's playing because it's a classic thing when you're an actor to play yourself as an arrogant asshole. It is, it is. Because it makes Jack, you seem related. But unfortunately, Jack Reacher won't tolerate that. <laughs> no. And he punches he pu- Tom Cruise. Yeah, he, he like grabs a nearby like uh, old telephone and starts like yeah. sh- smashing his, smashing head. his he head. Kill, he kills him. <laughs> Cut to the news. Yeah. Uh, Beloved actor Tom Cruise has been brutally murdered. By someone who looks a lot like Tom Cruise. Police are now looking for Tom Cruise. So Jack Reed's like, ah, this is all I need. So he's now wanted not only for the um, the false accusations regarding Colby Smulders and the, um, in the, in the military secrets, mm. but also for the actual murder of beloved actor Tom Cruise. Which he is trying to pin on a lawyer named Jerry Maguire. So wait, so in this in the world of the movie, they're they're robbing they're robbing the trailer of Tom Cruise on the set of both Mission Impossible Six and Jerry Maguire Two, but also Jerry Maguire is a character in this yes, world. Absolutely. Wow, they've gone deep with this one. They sure have. So you know the- Also, isn't Jerry Maguire a sports agent? Look, to be honest, I've never seen Jerry Maguire, so <laughs> he, I, all he I know is that he goes, show me the money. Yeah. Yeah. I d I don't know what that movie is about. Yeah, he's a sports agent. Okay. Well, th- this in the in the world of this movie, he's a lawyer and always has been. <laughs> and always has been. <laughs> his classic catchphrase of "Show me the money" uh, is, it relates specifically to him wanting his clients to show him the money before he represents them. <laughs> Jerry Maguire, attorney at law. So, so Jack Reacher teams up with. <laughs> Famous lawyer, Jerry Maguire, who has never lost a case. And he's wearing a wig. He's wearing a lawyer wig. A judge wig. Lawyers don't even wear wigs. 
He's wearing one because the person who wrote this film has not seen Jerry Maguire and is making just vague assumptions <laughs> about how the legal system works. And Tom Cruise is not correcting him for some reason. He's too busy. I mean, like, Tom Cruise has got to assume that the guy who wrote this film knows what he's doing. Well, again, Tom Cruise doesn't remember his films. He didn't remember, for example, that his character is a dog in Jack Reacher. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so. So what, Nick? Well, so obviously, uh, we, we we we're now on this like road trip. They got to they got to get out of town. They're gonna go into an old farmhouse to hole up while the uh, uh, the military are chasing them down. So it's it's Tom Cruise, Jerry Maguire, Cody Smulders, Co- Kobe Smulders, and, and the his, daughter, uh, pretend daughter. Well, is it real or pretend? Well, well I don't, we, know. We I don't know. They get out to the old farmhouse. Yeah, um, which is run by a lovely old couple mm-hmm. um, who are played by. Uh, uh, they are played by um, Betty White. Well, okay. And um, Farmer Hoggett. Oh, from Babe. Yes, yes, yes great, who's great. definitely dead. But um, well, they did, they, you know when the guy died on Gladiator yeah. and they used technology to, um, they've so, done that. Yeah. Because yeah. they really wanted Farmer Hoggett. <laughs> yeah. And the director was very upset when they found he was dead. They're uh, like, we'll do it. A lot of people were upset because they didn't ask permission to do this. From his family or anything. <laughs> no, 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 they just did it. <laughs> yeah, it's really... Really controversial, but he's in uh, there. Like he says, that'll do pig quite a bit. <laughs> well, they have to use old audio <laughs> from his old movies. So he shows up and he's like, we need to hide out. <laughs> is this the place? And he goes, that'll do pig. <laughs> and it's weird. Yeah. But you go along with it. <laughs> he movie. says, that'll do pig. And then Betty White goes, oh, he calls everyone pig. <laughs> yeah. Which so re- they've written dialogue for Betty White to explain it. Rather than just hiring an actor that they can make say whatever they want. It's very convoluted, but it kind of works. Yeah. Then Tom Cruise punches Farmer Hoggett in the face. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, and they have a, a fight. It's very disrespectful that they went, to, this, <laughs> they went yeah. to the effort. to Tom Cruise like, had to punch a green sock, which they then put in um, respected James, James something, uh, passed away actor, mm-hmm. they had to put his face in the place of the green sock. It was, it was arduous process. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the scene's very violent. Yeah, but, and, and but true, and true it, to Jack Reacher. In like, out of respect for him, the, the sort of stunt person that they have is 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 very strong. Like, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does all his own stunts. He does all his own stunts. And, he was, and he does everyone else's stunts. <laughs> That's his new thing. <laughs> He's sick of just doing all his own stunts on Mission Impossible. He now does... Every single person starts, which is weird. Like, for example, when when like the daughter right there's a big scene where the daughter rides a motorcycle around the farm, and it's clearly the body of a forty year old man with a bad blonde wig on. There's the action scene, but the fight between Farmer Hoggett and Jack Reacher, while Jerry Maguire cheers him on. Is something to behold. Yeah. Because obviously they can't get any of these people in the same shot. So it's a lot of cutaways. And, and a lot of like awkward like people having to be the shoulder in the back of their head. Mm. Who is also Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Um, he also does everyone else's hand acting as well. So whenever someone's turning a page or something, that's Tom Cruise's hand. Yeah. He's, he's a very generous guy. He's always, he's always got set. like dirty fingernails <laughs> from doing all those stunts. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so while this is happening, you know, the, the military are closing in. Mm. Also, the normal police as well. Military police, normal police, and those guys in leather jackets um, that kept getting their killed in airplane toilets. They're all coming back. The they're house is getting Kind of descending on the farm. Yeah. 
there's one of those like kind of shots uh, with a big open road. You know, when you look at into the kind of distance on a summery day and it looks like kind of watery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those shots. Yeah. And then slowly, like military copters and <laughs> police are all coming. They're coming down towards the farm. Mm. Um, epic, epic yeah. stuff. But in the meantime, these guys have been preparing the house like a home alone sort of series of traps for all these, you know, things. All right. So, for instance, when the co- squad cars pull up in front of them and the military police go out and they're like, Jack Reacher, come out, come out with your hands up. Who should appear on the roof but Jerry Maguire holding a beehive? What? He hurls it into the sky. Jack Reacher pulls out a gun, shoots the beehive. In mid Yeah. And what? do you know what Jerry Maguire says? What? <laughs> Show me the honey. Yes. And <laughs> I said that one up. <laughs> I don't know if I said it up obviously enough, but I, I should have. Uh, and, uh, you know. Bees, bees everywhere. Rain onto the police, and then you wouldn't believe what happens. Like, um, one of the uh, military goes to open the door, and he does, mm. and a bucket of water falls oh, on his oh head. Oh no! Yeah, and then do you know what Jeremy Maguire says? What? Show <laughs> Nick Jordan. Oh, show me the. Wait, what were we gonna do? I was seeing. I was testing you. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I gave you a very, un- <laughs> give you a very unclear setup. <laughs> you sure? To see what you do with it. Okay. Um. Uh, okay, here's my my counter offer. Like okay. they, ca- they come to the front door, they ring the doorbell, mm-hmm. uh, and then he opens. They they open the door, and uh, uh, and like a gets hit by in the face by a baseball bat. Jeremy Maguire's there again. He's like, "You had me at hello," because because they were ringing the door. Okay, it wasn't quite full. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, um, he sees a baseball bat. He's like, hmm, "Baseball, <laughs> maybe law isn't for me." <laughs> Maybe there's another career path I could go down. And Jerry Maguire runs out the door to become a sports... What? Jerry Maguire 2 was a prequel. Yeah. And a lot of people in this movie are thinking, man, I wish I was watching Jerry Maguire. And then, and then Jack Reacher goes, no, remember me? And everyone goes, oh, yes, right, yeah, yeah. Jack Reacher. So the um, the assault on the, on the farmhouse continues. And, uh, you know, well, the, the military police and the regular police, they're easily, pretty easily beat back with homemade booby traps that are very humorous mm. and witty and full of catchphrases. But these, these guys in leather jackets who do not, do not take orders from anyone, they're much harder because they sneak in, they're wearing leather jackets, Tom, uh, Jack, Jack Reacher, they come to the door, they knock on the door, Jack Reacher looks through the keyhole. What does he see? Guys in leather jackets. He's like, come on in, guys. It must be me or <laughs> friends of mine. He assumed it's his stuntmen, well, aka okay. him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, he is a dog. <laughs> so- <laughs> He's easily confused. Also, they um they're wearing like uh, meat on them. Like they <laughs> they go buy a lot of raw meat, and they're like, he'll definitely let us in. Yeah. And he's like, mm. <laughs> at first he's like, get out of here. But um, then they give him the sausage, and he's like, <laughs> and he's distracted oh, oh. for a while. <laughs> yeah. So they come into the house. They're in the house. Um, you know, he eats the meat. Reach is distracted by a sausage, and uh, Robin from How I Met Your Mother and Jack Reach's daughter, question mark, mm-hmm. are in the couch. They're, 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 they're cowering. You know, like the army has them surrounded. Reach is nowhere in sight. And then yeah, the army man, he approaches the daughter, and um, he's like, time to find out once and for all. If Jack Reacher is your father. And then they um take off one of her gloves, which has been on the whole time, and we see a dog paw. <gasps> That's right. Oh. And then they lift off her mask. She's a dog. She's a dog. She has been the whole time. 
and then they throw a sausage and she's distracted as well. Oh, no. Yeah. And so now Colby's. Well, they want to kill Colby. Yeah. Okay. So they pull out a gun. They point at Colby Smulders. And that's when Jack Reacher, who's sort of over it, you know, by the front door, chewing on a bone, he sees what's about to happen. And he, and he calls out to his daughter and he's like, hey. But he, he does in a really high voice. And so no one else, so human, yeah. humans he can't says, hear it. Yeah. And he, what he says to his daughter is he says, hey, fetch. And he throws a bit of uh, meat through the air and it, it just lands on the, on the face of the uh, guy with the gun. The daughter just leaps for it, knocks the guy over. The bullet misses Kobe Smulders. Yes. Beautiful. Um, the dog just tears the face off this guy. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, well, with, cause, well, she's the daughter of Jack Reacher. She has the violent efficiency yeah, of I've Jack been- Reacher. However, the man doing the stunts was Tom Cruise, and she realizes she's ripped off the face of her own father. <gasps> wow. And that's what happens when Tom Cruise does the stunts. For everyone, he uh, he ends up getting hurt because the other people in Tom Cruise movies get hurt. Oh, so Tom Cruise is really hurt. He's really, he's been ripped up by his dog daughter. Oh my god! And and then he's lying there in pain. Yeah, and he realizes the mistake he's made. He's he wants too much. He can't he can't be every character and every stunt person. No. And he he stands up and he apologizes to everyone. He's like, "I'm sorry." What to the crew? To the crew, he apologizes to the crew, to the audience, and um, and there's this big scene where he goes around and he shakes everyone's hand and he um pats them on the back and he's like, "Sorry for making this, you know, making this all about me." Everyone works so hard on this film, and and I'm the one that goes around all the all the interviews saying how I did all the stunts and yeah. you know how I'm amazing. No, this is filmmaking is a, is is a real a collaborative, collaborative yeah. thing, and then um, the final scene of the film is him walking around introducing every member of the crew to the camera and he's like this is Billy he's the gaffer wow this is um this is this is Cherie she's on continuity this is Carla she's here to make up yeah and these are the other assistant makeup girls uh this is Ted he does props mm. um these are the real heroes the editors uh yeah. and not but not just the main editor like the guys who capture the Bring in the footage. Yeah, it's data wranglers, stuff like that, yeah. Um, there's a lot of people, like the runners. I mean, I mean, we couldn't. none of us could do this without catering. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Big it's a big out. round of applause for the catering. You uh, know. Yeah, to to um, Carl and the gang. Um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful lunches. Um, and, yeah, to, I mean, to everyone. And then he looks at them, and they all pull off masks. <gasps> Oh my God, they were all Tom Cruise. That's right. He got you, suckers. Not only did he do all the stunts, he he, he made the whole movie himself. He, and then, and then he was we just every sort of, single role. We, put, we, we, we cut from that to like a sort of slow pulling out drone shot where it's just him looking around at this empty set where he just realizes that it's him just like, there was never anyone else making this movie. <laughs> there it was, was no movie. Only him. <laughs> it's like a fight club. The drone just pulls away. All the people we thanked, they were all him. There's all these wigs everywhere. <laughs> and he's lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> the guy has gone insane. <laughs> Katie Holmes has left him. <laughs> Scientology's fucked his brain and this is the result. <laughs> never go back. 
That's what he screams. Never go back. Never go back. And that's what the movie means. He can never go back to his old. He can never go back to his old life where he was locked into the cycle forever of thinking that he's making movies when what he really is doing is just standing in a room talking to himself. And it's true. If you and trust us, listeners, if you go on IMDb.com right now, you will realize there is no film called Jack Reacher. Never go back. <laughs> and if you go on there and you see it, then guess what? You're Tom Cruise. God, it's crazy how these movies end. This one especially. Man. Well, I hope there's a sequel. <laughs> I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to see where they take it from here. Interesting stuff. Mm, very interesting. Food for thought, I would say. Mm. Um, thank you so much for listening to The Walkout Boys. Yeah. Uh, if you have a movie you'd like us to see, let us know on Twitter, on Facebook, and yeah. we will... And if it's available in New Zealand, we will go see it. We'll go see We don't half get a movie. <laughs> we get some of them. Mm. They let us have the odd movie over mm. here. I'm not saying they don't... It's be, they like movie. test movies on us now. It used to be like... Uh, We'd get them late. But now they're like, we'll see if New Zealand likes them. <laughs> <laughs> if they, if those fucking morons <laughs> eat this up, then so will the good people of the world. Uh, this podcast, as always, has been brought to you by Flex.co.nz and is part of the Little Empire Podcast Network. Make sure you check out all the other podcasts on that network. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try The Male Gaze? It's the Male Gaze! Uh, Ash leaves home 12 to become a Pokemon master, makes friends with Misty and Brock, and then travels with them around. Brock is an absolute horndog. He's such a horndog, eh? Always. How old is he? Well, that's, that's the thing. I would assume Misty is like 14. Mm. And Brock is like 27. 20, yeah. yeah, he's like way too old to be hanging out with He like out dropped out two. of uni and he's just like dabbling in Pokemon for a while. Yeah. And he's doing like hard drugs on the side. Totally. Because yeah. he's into rock Pokemon as well, which is like, what a boring choice. <laughs> he doesn't care about Pokemon. He cares about getting with Nurse Joy or Officer Jenny. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's such a horn dog. They're both